of two guys and a bottle of milk. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you potheads? I knew you were waiting for it. I am. I I was. I did. At least I quit laughing at the uh, at the opening music because I uh, <laughs> used to used to it get done and I get to the end of it I just start chuckling because it just made me laugh. Going, yeah, so laughter you know, is the cure all medicine. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely. gotta laugh, man. Well, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we've uh, you know for ninety four episodes, man, we've had quite a few laughs. We have too. We have two. There's been more than a couple. I guarantee that. And there's more to come. But joy to the world. <laughs> All the boys and girls. Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy to you and me. Ba bum bum. Jeremiah was <laughs> a bullfrog. Mm-mm-mm. Enough shenanigans. Enough shenanigans. 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 It's a fun word to say. It is. It's almost it like uh, Huff and Feffa. Yeah, it's somewhere that shows up in all of our stuff. Shenanigans, <laughs> shenanigans, and uh, yeah, somehow that's uh, been the catchphrase. Uh, it kind of fits. Shenanig- it is. Shenanigans with Scooter and the Preacher Man. It's so. there. Here's your n- episode 94 shenanigans as we uh, as we uh, would normally uh, carry it on, but here we go. Holy heart failure! <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do the shots right off the rip. We could. We could. We could. We could either. We could either. We got options. We could do the shots. We could do the All deep right. dive. We let's, could. Uh, uh, let's. Uh, we could. Uh, we. You, you never I, know I, what I, we could do. Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> we'll roll that beautiful bean footage and uh, let's do a shot right off the rip, like right, we used to, right man. off the get, right off the rip. Gary Jerry is not how to act. No, I see. Everybody, I believe we're going right back to our roots, aren't we? We right are to the root. Right, tear it out from the root. <laughs> I am root. Guardians of the galaxy. I am root. Uh, I can't even remember that quote. I, I remember that quote, uh, and I can't remember where it came from. But, I am uh, root. Yeah, no, it was uh, tear it right from the root. Just tear uh, it right yeah. from the root. And I can't. I, I remember the. I remember the drop. Remember I'm probably the drop. not helping. It you. was a. It was a big. <laughs> it was a big Drew a mic drop that they used all the time, and I can't remember where it came from. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anybody remembers the Drew a mic show that. Uh, yeah, somebody, somebody should help me out because I can't no, remember. I know. I'm drawing I, a blank. I, I, I just remember I that you. Right from the, I can remember exactly the quote, but yeah, it's funny. I just, no, when I we said, got together, you were a huge Drew and Mike yes, fan. Yes, yes. Yeah, and yeah. you convinced me guys. to listen to some episodes. Love but, them, guys. I yeah. really do. Really yeah. do. And I've been I, a little I, lax during the pandemic. I'm not, I haven't I heard much from them lately. I listened to a couple shows about a month ago, but uh, yeah, I've been a little lax, and i got to get back to it. Uh, but yeah, yeah for some yeah. reason I wasn't around for that, so I, I missed out on that. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, I do remember those guys, you know. Yeah, no, and they've been no. they've been pretty Great cool. Team. They've been pretty cool with us too. They have, yeah. they have so. a lot of input, a lot of feedback, helping yeah. us out, getting our start. Well, and, here we uh, should do a uh, show shot to Drew and Mike then, because uh, we had nothing else planned. Uh, and there we go. There to, we go. One to the Drew and Mike show. We'll of course, go we back. can't. You know, Mike Clark has passed, but we'll still do one for the old Drew and Mike show or the current Drew Mike show. And make sure you check them guys out at uh, DrewandMikePodcast.com. I think it's I think it's a perfect uh, opportunity to very do good. Shot. Yeah, very good. Drew and Mike. Here we go.
And I don't think uh, <sighs> I don't think uh, they're much uh, Jack Daniels drinkers. I'm, I'm trying to remember. What, well, no, uh, they, they couldn't because they share a studio with like four <laughs> other people down there. Right. And even if they bought a half gallon, it'd be gone in like two hours. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why we haven't been invited down there. Because <laughs> they're probably listening to Bring our show. Bring your own bottle. Right. They're like listening to our show like... Those guys, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 tell them, no. Tell them no. only, only if they bring their own bottle. Right. We're not letting them in studio because otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun show, though. Yes, yes, it would. Yeah. Even just meeting those guys like on site and just, you know, not even known. Absolutely. Know, Absolutely. Kind of or whatever. I mean, you know, uh, it goes back to a uh, Deep Purple song that remind it just, you know, Perfect Strangers, you know. You can yeah. get you can get along with perfect strangers. Sure, you can. You know, I mean, perfectly, and because you have no, you have no uh, pre uh, qualms, no premonitions, no defaults, no anything against anybody. I mean, they're they're a perfect stranger, and you know, you can spill your guts out. I mean, maybe you'll meet them again, maybe you won't, but who yeah. cares? You know, I mean, either will or you won't, right? Right. You can just spill your guts out and just let it, <laughs> let it all go, man. Because you know. At the end, you know, it's all bullshit. <laughs> I just, I mean, we run a lot of stuff. I mean, but still, man, you know, people do need to get a lot of stuff off their chest, right? You For know, sure. You know, and we drink and we ramble and we do what we do, but we, you know, at the ultimate end, I think of of it all is like, you know, we just everybody just wants to have fun, have a good time. I mean, we're only, you know, what what's the saying? We're not here for a long time. We're here we're for, a good, for time. a good time. So there you go. Yeah. And that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, and, and, yeah, that's that's yeah. Without getting all heavy, and I won't go. I won't go. Oh no, there, no, no, but, no. Uh, yeah, no. You're you're absolutely right. And that's a it's a great quote. It's something to live by. You know, I mean, something to live by. Of course, you have your responsibilities and things you got to do in the in the day to day life. You got to live. But yeah, always remember that it's a it's a short time here in this place. So make the best of it. You ain't lying for sure. Um, uh, on a, on a short, it, it's not a rant or nothing. I, 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 no, I guarantee it. But I was <laughs> for some reason I get all these videos that come up, uh, you know, across my past or you know whatever social media network that I'm on. You know, I don't want to keep saying Facebook because we're we don't plug Facebook. It's just they they've been whatever. So anyway, but uh, I came across this Australian motivation speaker. <laughs> You know, so I was listening to him. And he's we like, have a few Australian listeners. I know we do. That's why I, you know, I'm not plugging Australia, but I'm just saying it was an Australian, um, you know, motivation speaker, and he had the accent, and so I was like, ah, I love the Aussies, right? You know, absolutely, right on. Absolutely. So what's going on down under, man? You know, all right, let me check this guy out, and he was like, look, you know, you're all gonna die, and he was dropping f bombs. You know, and I'm like, okay, well now you got my interest because. <laughs> You know, I use a lot of bombs. I'm like, all right, so no. yeah, I'm just saying, you're my kind of guy. I'm like, we could sit down and drink some Jack Daniels, get him on a podcast, uh, do this and this, and it'd be kind of fun. But he's like, no, and it reminded me totally of the country song. It's like, you need to live like you're dying, and that's basically what it was. He goes, everybody in this room, you know, you're gonna die. So that's instead fair. of sitting around waiting around, you know, you need guys need to make something happen, you know, and be happy. You know, and I just keep thinking, all right, 4th of July, you know, pursuit of happiness. We're all in the pursuit of happiness. We're all in the pursuit of this. Tony Robbins uh, does it as a motivational speaker. All these other people do it as a motivational speaker. They try to, you know, and, and those are the positive people of the world. And that that's cool for me because 
generally, I consider myself as a positive person. I sure. Mean, I mean, honestly, I, I recognize myself, who I am as a positive purpose. I, I like to have fun. You know, it's alcohol-induced, but it's still at the same time, you know. Not always. Uh, you, <laughs> I know, but who wants to be negative all the time? I know lots of people. Right, but I who, know lots I mean, of people. But are you comfortable with being negative? And what he what he was saying? I am not. You know, basically, but. was like, you know what? You're getting paid to stay home. Everybody, you know, the pandemic has affected the whole world. Sure. And you're you're getting paid to stay home, and now true that you know you're so comfortable in the thing. Nobody wants to do anything anymore. Nobody's got any original ideas. Nobody's doing anything. You know, we're all relying on everybody else for something like that. And he's like, man, you guys need to wake up. This is this is what I've been talking about. It's, you know, he made me feel exactly what I've said for all along is the, uh, you know, a, a revolution of consciousness. And that, you know, that level for me to see that, you know, towards the end of my life or wherever I'm going or like that. But if there was a revolution of consciousness where we all agreed there was no war and no fighting and no other stuff like that. And we could just be, all, all countries could be free. All people could be free. Anything could happen, you know. And, you know, to open up that kind of world to the limit, limitless uh, possibilities would be a joy to me, like a, a phenomenal uh, event of mankind. You it's know? great speculation. and I, 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 You know, for me. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean. I, I, mean, I would for, love to see something that that would happen. For many. Again, for, for all of us, you know. I, I would I would jump on board in a minute. It is, and it's it, it's great speculation. And the one thing, if there's nothing else that's come out of this past year or year and a half or however you want to look at it, is there's going to be changes. Now, what those changes look like are yet to be seen, but there's definitely going to be changes. There's going to be changes in the workforce. There's going to be changes in the attitudes. There's going to be changes, and I'm hoping, you know, and, and, and I'll give you a good example that one of the first ones that we saw, I'll give you a good example because uh, Robot Bartender and I were out this weekend, and just traveling around, and one thing we noticed, because the day we had to go do our running was on Sunday. And this is something that really stood out to both of us. Did okay. you notice how many places are not open on Sundays anymore? We just had this conversation. Uh, we just and drove from the north end all the way to the Linwood because there was only one place open between the north end, besides Applebee's or whatever. But we drove the whole north end back down this way, and it was Chicken in the Rough and the Linwood. And Casey's was closed. And personally, downtown was closed. Everything I know it, was closed. I know it. I know it pisses some you people off. Right. But overall, I think it's a good thing. Because remember the days when you just knew Sunday. Sunday was, and I don't care whether it's a whether you want to look at it as a Christian holiday or I mean that holiday, but a Christian day of the week or a Jewish day of the week, sure, or I, a religious thing or just a family thing. However, your morals are with your family. If you look back 20, 30 years when we were growing up, Sunday, Sunday. You just didn't go anywhere unless you were going to the convenience store or the, or church, the grocery or, store or church. or church. Sundays were the day, you know, I guess, quote unquote, if you want to go biblical, the day that of rest. That was your day off. You know, the day, the of day, rest. day of rest day or off. whatever or family day or however you want to look at it. That's still I. That's still how I play in this business. When and it I'm was in, I, Sundays. Kind of cool not, to right. see that many places because everybody, nobody needs to work seven days a week. And if you want to work seven days a week, you can find a way to do it. But nobody needs to work seven days a week. So to have a day where it just, a day every week that everybody shuts down, I don't think is a bad thing. And it was kind of neat to see that when we were out and about on Sunday just to go, this is one, 
I don't know, call it consequence or or result or whatever of of the the virus, of the this, pandemic, right. or the past year, however you want to look at it. It was almost kind of neat to see because it was almost like a there was a lot of people on the road, but sure. there was not a lot of stuff going, not a lot of stuff open. I mean, you could you know honestly, it's go find something else to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Nobody needs to be working and waiting on you just for you to Every walk day, in all somewhere day. all the time. Yep. All, you know, take a break. And I truly believe, you know, the vacation was invented. You know, honestly, the, the two-week vacation was invented because you need to go somewhere, do something different, see something different. And then when you get back from vacation, you had an experience. You have something new to talk about or an experience or something and share with your coworkers or whatever you did. Yep. You, It's not the same old, hey, Ralph. You know, hey, George, <laughs> every you know, day, every day. I mean, yeah. hey, what's new? Your uh, work family should not be yeah. your only family. And that, and that's it. And then you have no, you know, uh, new experiences to, you know, that you get to talk about. or nope. you, you, you know, nope. I'm just saying you have nothing new to talk about if you do the same mon- mundane routine <laughs> bullshit all the time. All the time, know? nonstop, every right. day, all day. And you see it, you know, you see it in the bars, you see it in the workforce or something like that. The be, you know. I, I think it here's my theory and, and we just experienced this through uh, you know the other weekend it was it was a full moon and me personally did you see when, it yes <laughs> oh, I yes. don't know how you did because I sure didn't see it through all the storms and clouds and oh, crazy no, 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 crap no. that we had oh no Holy there, moly there there was a break and we walked outside and this thing was just beaming through everything and i was like wow that thing is huge it's big it's like it's right there i already knew it was coming and i had that type of week already at work right so um full moon my you know my philosophy is that uh the day be, the day before full moon the full moon and the day after that that's a three-day vacation every month for everybody wow Take the full moon off. I, I'm you got you. you got goals and ambitions. I do, and then <laughs> then you get a paid two week holiday to do whatever you want. All expenses paid, no matter what you do. I don't care how much it costs, and charge it right to your boss. Okay, Biden. <laughs> I invented the the one point trillion environment thing. It's a secret in. But I'm telling the rest of the whole world and anybody else that's listening, man, free, I'm free, whispering. Free, 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 That guy's free, insane, free, free, dude. Free, 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 You're going to send free, something free. that you you approve to the Senate in there and then get it passed, and then but if it doesn't, you're going to fucking veto it? You're a freaking moron. <laughs> oh, man. I, I tell you what, it's crazy. I know I hit some levels on that one, but, man, you know. The level of stupidity out there is it's it's rampant too. So God bless America. Fourth of July is coming. God bless America. We all need it. So Yes, we do. All right. Yes, we do. And I hope I hope everybody everybody will go out there this fourth of July and be more patriotic than that girl that is representing our country in the other side of the world. Did you see the did you see the hammer thrower from the other day? I did not. It's it's been I, all over the news and you know, I mean talking about patriotism and I, you know, it made me sick to my stomach. And I don't even want to name her name. I do and I don't because it it kind of just it, it disgusted me. But this was the, you know, they they're doing the uh, the trials for the track and field. 
and one of the one of the uh, competitors that was was in the Olympic Olympic trials, she actually got got in and did the, this was in the hammer throw, and Gwen Berry got up there, and of course they you know they they still do the the placements when they get done with their trials. You know we're not in the official Olympics yet. But the, when they got done with their trials, she got up there with the other three people on stage. And when they played the national anthem, she chose to turn away and tuck away, bow away from the flag, and then put on her uh, activist, uh, activist athlete T-shirt or whatever it was she was wearing, covered her head with it, and said that she felt like she was entrapped because they were playing the national anthem on stage and, and took in, – in the – the whole thing that pissed me off the most about it was, was first of all... Oh, go ahead. Two things that pissed me off about it. First of all, you're out there, you chose to compete in the Olympics for our country. Our country, a part of our country, is that American flag and that national anthem. Like it or not, love it or hate it, that is a part of our country. The second thing that pissed me off the most about it, the most, I guess you can't have two the most, right? You can only have one the most or two the most. You two can't, the most I mean, or two. The, it's, the a, it's a brave thing, new world. The so second you thing can, that you pissed can make me up off anything you want right is now. the other two girls. The one girl for sure we'll that was on stage was also an American, mm-hmm. and she took that spotlight. She only won the bronze. She had third place. Third place. Third place. Bronze. She didn't have first place. Didn't matter. But she took the whole spotlight away from those other girls that and were she up there was so on the podium. And, and she just she just came out and made the statement that she's an activist and she you know and she felt disrespected because they played the national anthem when she's on the podium and screw her as far as I'm concerned screw her you know what what is what is, what is what is the saying I mean there's a time and place for everything absolutely that, that's basically what it brings and down when you from. are representing your country in Asia of all places in Asia you think that's the time to disrespect your flag. To, to make a statement against your flag because you feel that your country's and and I understand well I guess I don't to an extent the things that she's standing up for I I do understand that to a certain extent and and I'm not even going to go okay. into all that and right, explain right. that but, but if you're, to me if you're the platform there, is not when you are in an Asian country representing your country if you're in there the for a specific reason and then you use it to vent on something else and you 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 know basically take that limelight or whatever it is away from the Olympics right yes and you 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 took it away to for your own personal for your own personal gain bull s well, I'm trying not to swear. No, it, and, know, but, and, and but let me you know, give you this. On. I mean, we're seeing more more of it. I mean, we are seeing you know. more and more of it. And what I love today, out of all places, you're not going to believe what I'm going to quote to you next. Okay. You know who stood out against her today? Who? Of all places, LeBron one of, James, one of the co-hosts no, from, just... <laughs> from The View. Oh, I thought you were going to say from Saturday... The View. I thought you were going to say Saturday Night Live, <laughs> but The View. The View. <laughs> Co-host Megan McCain. Total bombshell on that Co-host one. Co-host Megan McCain on The View, I think I was either this morning or yesterday morning, she came out and, and she just gave her a scathing, a scathing criticism and said, it's not all about you. Thank and, you. And, and, you know. It, you know, the world is not <laughs> all about you. 
you have to adapt or die. I mean, there's a there's another philosophy to live by: adapt or die. You know, weed out the weakness, and we, you know, and this, and only strong survive. It's not about that. It's we need to all come together to a common revolution of consciousness where we can all get along in the same place and function. You know, yeah, there's going to be winners and the losers and egos and stuff like that. We all get it. You know, it just fit and be comfortable and have fun man but when you everything goes extreme you know who's there to you know pick up those pieces when you know uh, somebody wants to abuse uh certain things you know yep. it's very weird to me that you know when you know the people that take uh you know here's uh, what is that saying you know the power um you know i think spider-man or something said it you know with power be, you know uh you you have uh with great power with, comes with, great responsibility with great with great power becomes you have great great responsibility, responsibility. absolutely yeah. uh, i'll never forget that you know it's like yeah you got some power man but you got you get that power you better have you know some responsibility too. absolutely you know? absolutely i think everybody should be accounted for their uh their their own power and their own responsibility at all times you need to keep yourself as the rest of anywhere and whoever is around you in check. Yep. Yep. And and I and I probably will never ever quote anybody from the view again. I, I guess I shouldn't <laughs> say that for sure. But I, I almost just spit out my beer. But, but I, I just, do just because I think she said it so well. I want to I want to quote just some of what Megan McCain had to say about this whole episode. <clears throat> and this is quote unquote um, and, and, and just so you know, if it's, if it's not verbatim, I am reading this from, uh, um, this is, a, this is an article written by, uh, Brandon Gillespie. I actually used that word today verbatim, but, but Megan McCain went on to say, I just want to first and foremost say that Dan, Dan Crenshaw, and in case you're not familiar with Dan Crenshaw's story, he is, he is a, uh, a Navy SEAL that actually was injured in battle and has, has gone on to become one of our congressmen, I believe, right? Isn't Dan, Dan Crenshaw I do now believe he's uh, lost both his legs. So, and yes. He's a, and he's a sharp guy. Yes. And he is on Fox. and He is. I, but I think he's sharp, man. So she just wanted to go on to say, I just want to first and foremost say that Dan, Cren Dan Crenshaw is an American hero. He's a Navy SEAL. That got his eye blown out, among other things. Yep. And was it was on Navy SEAL teams that killed terrorists and did incredible things defending our nation. And as far as I'm concerned, our national anthem and our flag are part of our nation. She wanted to say the problem I have is this woman is doing this internationally. And I agree. I I just I, I have to completely agree with her because it's not the time and the place for it. It's not a, you don't like it, then don't do it. Don't compete for your country. Go, go compete for. Uh, you got somewhere you like better. You, you you feel different about a different country. I I don't care. Respect our flag. Respect our country. And f you. Amen. And you know. No, granted, I mean I'm, I mean the amen to the amen. It's like, you know, for the righteousness of uh, being righteous. Yep. You know, that, that's all I can say with that, you know. I understand it's a free country it's, and we have the ability to have our own beliefs and our own values and our own thoughts and our own consciousness. And that and that's one, one of the things that makes America great. But right, but is, when it, you're it, representing your country, 
you should do it in a in a, a courteous and professional manner and uh, you know I, if you don't like it then don't so, do so it so what so what so what is it with america i mean is there a jealousy factor is there a uh, you know apparently i, I mean even <laughs> all right so we had a bronze medalist right yeah. uh, third yeah. place yeah. but you you chose you 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 won right this, yeah, she won. Yeah, the hammer yeah. throw. That's what I mean. The hammer you, throw you on track won, and field, and you can't, you just can't be happy with that competing in Olympics, and you got to throw in this, blah 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 crap, and then no, you got to act uh, like you got triggered because you ended up on the uh, on the podium and but they how played much, your national anthem. Well, how much more are we supposed to give them? Any, anybody else? I mean, how much are we? Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm. I know what I'm trying to say, but it's just like, how much more are you supposed to give them? I don't know. You gave me I don't the podium. Know. You, gave, you, you obviously took first place. You got this. You... Well, and that's the sad part, is the girl that wow. took first place didn't even get any recognition because you've, you, you've got this, this person <laughs> out here trying to take the spotlight because she feels triggered because she has to stand on the podium in front of, the, in front of God and everybody when they're playing the national anthem of her country. That she lives in, but yeah, no recognition to the other ones because now she steals the spotlight from them. Because, and that's why I say I love what Making McCain said because she's right. It's not all about you. Uh, I, There's yeah. 340 million other people that feel pretty special about the fact that you're standing on that podium, even if you don't. So just shut up <laughs> and take it. Right. Just live you, with it. Right. But or you, go home. If well, you I'm don't like saying, it, go home. Right. <laughs> I I, I've said that with uh, all the uh, immigrants that come over. You can sit here and bitch about your wages. You can sit here and but I said, but when you're done bitching, guess what? You came to our country. Guess what? You still have the right to go home. You, you do? You, you want our rights, but when you're done bitching, you still have the right to go back to where the fuck you came from yeah. i'm sorry i'll just say it I exactly just, you know and i've said that for a long time you know sure you have you know i've uh you know being a podcaster with you I, I i love this job right and we do get to form our you know some of our own opinions and we get to do this and you know someone asked me uh, uh what, do you, what do you guys talk about and i'm like well it's kind of like uh you know the mockery of democracy i mean, <laughs> Everybody, everybody's a target with us. You what know? do we talk um, about? And, and we can, we, you know, that's the freedom of speech. That's that's numo, numo, unero, you know, number one, right there. That is the First Amendment, the freedom of speech. Sure it is. This is the luxury that we have in our country. Not a lot of countries. They, I think there's two hundred and five or two hundred and three different countries in the world. They don't have that freedom of speech, and I understand that. They do not. And they don't. And, you know, this is, and listen to Aussie with the thing, and, you know, he's going on, you know, he goes, this is a pivotal point in to where we could flip the switch on a lot of stuff, you know, just because of what's happened, you know. If, if, if you know, we, there's the woke people, and then there's the, the woke people. Do you know what I'm? I think you know what I mean. There are people that are awake, and then there's people that are woke. And there's PC, and then there's woke. Right, and then there's PC. Right. So you got to throw in all these. You, you can know, live with PC. Right, but but you, the woke you, is getting out of control. You got to. I mean, at some point, you got to know some algebra. You got to know some math. You got to know how to figure things out. I mean, you got to be smart. I mean, you think at this point in time. 
even when we're dead and gone and they look back on history, what did anybody do to do something, you know, to try to change or do something? This is a pivotal point. This is this is an opportunity. In a lot of ways, yes. Well, it's a it's a it's an opportunity. And what I from my understanding is, you know, you never get back a missed opportunity. I mean, that was your that's your opportunity. You need the opportunity. So I don't know if that's plugged into the matrix for these people. I mean, you only get your uh, 15 minutes of fame type thing. And, you know, I don't know what and how these people have been exposed to or whatever that they get a platform and they, you know, they just, you know, they don't want to take a knee. They want to, you know, express it's all about own, them. They, it's all, it's about, all them. about them. And that's selfishness. It is. And, it's very selfish. And I don't like it. No, nope. there's so many more important things going on in the world that, uh, yeah, that uh, to to choose to choose that platform, which is supposed to be a celebration of athletes, is supposed to be a celebration of your country, and competing for your country to rebel against your country is uh, it's uh, a, it's a turnoff for it's, me. It's it's, it's it's ugly and yeah yeah and and no matter whether she qualifies or won't, and I believe that actually qualified her to compete in the Olympics. Um, I, I I guarantee when she comes on, I will not be watching. What's her? I, I'm not even gonna say her name again. Yeah. I don't even care. I, I, even but I, when I when I see her show up there, I will I will change the channel or do something else because I don't even want to watch her because I, it's, I it's, just I don't. It's, it, it's a smug. It's it, just like you you smug. It's a slam against it's my a country. Slam and then you know what? Slamming, slam you, smug you, whatever. You know what? I don't have the time for that kind of crap. Nope. Yeah, Ain't so. nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody. I wish I had that one time. Yeah. Right. You ain't got that. I think it's time for a drop. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to go with a random drop. Here we go. Watch this. Uh, don't scare me. That was just a random drop. It, it, it was very much random. Yeah. Hail to the victors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it was random. Maybe it was. Well, maybe it wasn't. On that note, right. I think uh, probably a good spot to oh. go. Since we're, uh, I love that funky. I understand. I understand that Mr. Hightower is making up some infused meats for uh, one of our one of our listeners. Uh, he, he he did give me the. Uh, Oh, you talked to him? Yeah, he, he gave me the notification. Down did, at the old... Uh, he talked to... Uh, the he, OK Corral. Talked to Sean, and, and Sean says he will uh, give him two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks is for something he doesn't have or hasn't prepped. Uh, two weeks seems to be the time frame. So, yeah, if there's something special you want, just make sure you get a hold of Sean at 810-434-6188, and he will, uh, he will get you your infused meats or any other special requests. So... And I believe I, I believe that request was I don't even sure what he was looking for if it was jalapeno or jalapeno or whatever, ghost but he pepper almost, he wanted some he I think he wanted some jerky and he wanted it all pre cooked so he wanted I don't know if you wanted Lundy Eggers or uh, jerky or whatever but anyways yeah so if you want something pre cooked well, made what, made to your liking yep. get a hold of get a hold of Sean because he'll uh, he'll hook you up and, and all right here's here's my perfect uh, stick of beef jerky take a little jalapeno. Habanero, throw a little Frankie's in there, a little hot sauce or whatever, and then throw some crushed red peppers. Then do all your peppers all the way through it and infuse those and get those in there. Then uh, soak the meat and marinate that in Jack Daniels. And then take a M80, crack it open, and put some uh, gunpowder in there 
and uh, you know, fire it up. <laughs> Fourth of July special jerky. Yeah. Or or just get a hold of Sean. Or and, just get uh, a hold yeah, of Sean. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the preacher man's starting to scare me now. No, so. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I've, I've never, you know, uh, I'll be 54. I'm not going to lie to you people. Uh, I'll be 54 on July 4th this year. But uh, I've never really tasted gunpowder. Well, you might before the show is over. Infused with jerky. <laughs> right. Infused with jerky. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it might be fun, you know. We might try something new. We might try a preacher man infused with gunpowder and see how that works out. Yeah, we can, we call it the, the you know, the. Uh, I think there's know. a can out over there up on the shelf, so we might give that a whirl. So, so this week's joke of the week is, uh, is brought to you by Hightower Meats, but uh, this one is the geography of men and women. Hmm. So the geography of women and men is between, so for women first, between 18 and 22, a woman is like Africa, half discovered, half wild, naturally beautiful with fertile soil. <laughs> I love the uh, definition. Between 23 the and 30. The description and definition of a, please continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Between 23 and 30, a woman is like America. Well developed and open to trade, especially for someone with cash. <laughs> Between thirty one and thirty five <laughs> I'm sorry, that one makes me laugh. <laughs> so between thirty one and thirty five, a woman is like India, very hot, relaxed, and convinced of her own beauty. Ah, go, I get along with that one. Between thirty six and forty, a woman is like France. Mm. Gently, <laughs> gently aging, but still warm, and a desirable place to visit. Between forty-one and fifty, a woman is like Great Britain, with a glorious and all-conquering past. That a girl. <laughs> Between fifty-one and sixty, a woman is like Yugoslavia. Oh, lost the war and haunted by past mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Be oh man <laughs> between oh, shit. between 61 and 70 i don't know why that's so funny but it's funny. <laughs> that one was funny <laughs> sorry <laughs> so between 61 and 70 a woman is like russia very wide and borders are now unpatrolled <laughs> <laughs> sorry not sorry sorry not sorry after 70 uh-oh she becomes tibet widely beautiful with a mysterious past and the wisdom of the ages only those with an adventurous spirit and a thirst for spiritual knowledge visit there <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I'm trying to get the visual. <laughs> That's all. I, I'm just trying to get the visual. All right. All right. Well, you ready for the geography of a man? Yeah. Okay. Oh, shoot. Between one and 70, a man one is. One and 70. One and 70. A man, <sighs> is, a man is like Iraq, ruled by a dick. Oh, <laughs> the punchline. Ta-da. 
That was pretty good. Not bad, eh? Not bad, eh? That was uh, that was actually from the archives of uh, I, I don't even know years and years and years ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying your math was off on the mail thing. You know, I'm like <laughs> one, one, one to seventy. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, might be uh, might be one to one to about sixty, and then after after that, it's just kind of <laughs> like, uh, oh man, yeah, I give up. Yeah, you, know, you make me laugh. That was good. That was funny. Yeah, that's. Uh, <sighs> No, I got to catch my breath. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just like the the 51 to the you know the 55 or something. I know you almost yeah. lost it. On I almost one. lost, yeah. almost lost my beans. Well, while you while you refocus, I'll uh, I'll cover a couple of the uh, couple of the topics from this week. I mean, of course we, of course, yeah, I mean a couple of them. You know, many this week. But um, I mean, first of all, first and foremost was the weather. You know, the weather. Crime and six. I mean, what did we see? I mean, I, I think uh, what I what I just say. We looked at. Uh, You're talking the, to the, the right guy. Four four day rainfall between what we started on Friday night all the way through today, and I think we've actually had four and a half, almost pushing five inches of rain for sure. You know, and it's, most of it came on Saturday. I mean, that was that was just a crazy day. It was a hammerstorm. But well, it just came out sideways. No, you think so? Oh, I know. You so. think so until I show you this article in San Antonio, Texas. San this, Antonio. And this, this was the same storms that we saw, you know, mostly on the the Midwest and the uh, Northeast. Um, but this, I, I believe, this was on Saturday at 7:30 p.m. in uh, Medina County, including uh, Hondo and Castroville. They were reporting pieces of hail between five and seven inches. Five and seven inches. That is a big golf ball. <laughs> so, eventually. Eventually, later that, they had a piece of hail. They recorded this, and the National Weather Service actually came out and confirmed it. They had a piece of fail, hail that fell in Hondo, Texas, that measured 6.4 inches across, 12 inches in circumference, and weighed more than a pound. I measure a lot of things every day, and that's a big piece that's of ice. That's a big son of a bitch. That's a big piece son of, of a bitch. Ice. So- you want to get what, knocked around with one of those? You better uh, you better have been inside when that stuff was falling from the sky. Like you Pink can, Floyd said, you better run. You better run. <laughs> you better run. That smacks you in the head. You, you're going to know it. Ooh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> That'll leave a mark. <laughs> that's going to leave a mark. Chris Farley. We love Chris Farley, yes, right? Yes, we do. Ooh. <laughs> that's going to leave a mark. You better park your van down by the <laughs> river because you're going to get hail damage. Oh, man, six uh, yeah, inch, yeah. Hey, uh, really? Six and a half across, so 12-inch diameter. But, yeah, the one-pound thing is the one that stood out to me, a one-pound piece of hail. I mean, that's That a, is crazy. You think about, oh, you know, geez. the heights that that falls from, you know, like, no matter how low that storm is, you're still talking miles, you know, in the sky. That's, yeah. That's, I can see for miles. You, you wouldn't if you got miles. hit in the head with a one-pound piece bam. of hail. <laughs> and then, bam! I can see the ground and yeah. the dirt. <laughs> I can see the ambulance lights and the, <laughs> and the funeral director oh. in my casket. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been a killer, somebody getting ahead with that. It was amazing there's actually no deaths, because you know, no matter how much they warn you, no matter how much they say, no matter how much notification you get, you always get that one dummy that's out there, well, i got to walk my dog right now. You know, out there wandering around and gets hit in the head with a with a twelve pound or with a you know one pound piece of piece of hail and and 
oh yeah he's gone now and you know i don't know what he was doing out there but uh yeah. the neighbor said he was a nice man I, he's, <laughs> he, he's a, you know he walked his dog every day ripe old at age eight o'clock uh, and you know uh, 89 you know but you know the, this one twister came through and that was it you know it was like, but yeah i did see a video on uh, social media you know they're they're always putting stuff out there you know whether it's tiktok i i ride around with a lot of guys and do this and this and that and uh, I, I did see the, the woman, she was standing, it was Alabama, and a tornado was coming through, and she's standing on her front porch, and she's videotaping it on her phone. Everything's going good, you know, boring for the first three minutes, right? And all of a sudden. And all of a sudden. You know, the trees are. And she's still standing on her front porch, you know. And then, <laughs> you know, the trees are sideways, and she's still on the front porch. And then all of a sudden, you know, the roof comes off. Oh, my God. You know, why didn't you run for cover? Like, you knew this was coming. You know, in the video, here's the thing. The video, this is this is the mind-blowing part of the whole thing. And I'm thinking, I'm going to watch this thing, and it's, it's going to be 20 minutes, right? And right, I was just right. like, it, it took me three minutes just to get to the part where the roof come off, right? <laughs> and then, like, two minutes later, it's over. It's like, and it just <laughs> took the roof off. Toto was gone. Dorothy, the Tin Man, you know, the lion, the, the, the cowardly, you know, they're done. You know, the scarecrow, everybody's gone. And the cars are all flipped over. And it took less than two minutes. And, and the video was like, why did you not? And for the first three minutes, you can hear the tornado warnings going off in the background. Not one, but two, but three, like four, <laughs> and they're surrounding. And this woman's just videotaping, like, oh, we're going to be fine. And then I'm telling you, trees <laughs> sideways, everything went nuts. I had to watch the video. You know what I mean? It's like one of those, you have to watch those videos. And that's what it was. And I, we play this on this podcast because. You need to know this sound. Yeah, now, it, 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 if you still want to stand in your front porch when you hear this sound, then uh, it might be your time. Right. It could be your time to go. But you could also put a stationary thing on your porch, and it, it just you could just record this thing, you know, <laughs> and not be the person holding the camera. And, you know, right. Maybe you could recover your phone or not or whatever for evidence or whatever. You know, I'm just saying. You know, but still at the same time, it's just like, wow, you know, watching <laughs> the video was like five minutes and uh, 23 seconds and like three minutes was just listening to the tornado sound. <laughs> so, nice. And it just came in and it was gone. It was like, what the hell just happened? And it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> it's like, wow. You know, well, live and learn or uh, don't yeah. live and learn or you know i yeah either way either way don't don't live and somebody else learns i mean however that works you know <sighs> you yeah. can't uh i, I heard this quote the other day oh and, god and who who was it I, you know what i don't i'm not even sure who it was you know i'm not even gonna go there because uh no i won't i won't go there because i can't i can't quote it verbatim and i and i don't want to pile it up because it was a really good quote i have to look that one up but it had to do with idiots <laughs> Idiots or idiots? Idiots. Oh, idiots! It's the percentage of idiots that we have in this world, and uh, yeah, the percentage of idiots, idiots, idiots in this world. Yes, yeah, and and I, and I just can't go there because I can't remember verbatim, and I didn't write it down. Okay, so all right, my bad. All right, it is your bad. 
All right. Well, enough about the idiots because uh, I can't remember what I was supposed to talk about. So I'll have to dig deeper into that because it was pretty funny and I wish I remembered it. But uh, it must have been a lie. It, it, it could have been. Ah. Exactly. It could have been a lie. No, actually, I did. We see talked that, about that pre-show. I, I did see that live. When you so. forget something, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, you must have been lying. About yeah, it. that's Man. that's that's my partner always says. If, if you're going to say something, you can't remember what it was. Then it had to be a lie. Had to be a lie. Had to be a lie. <laughs> But in other news this week, um, what else did we miss this week? Um, oh, the uh, did you see that uh, Chauvin got sentenced? Um, they, they finally did the sentencing for the uh, Minneapolis cop that uh, was accused of oh, yes, uh, yes, killing yes, George yes, yes, yes. Floyd and convicted yeah. of it. Okay. So, you well, know, that, it, took a, that took a minute. It did. Well, they, I think they scheduled it for four weeks out or five weeks out or whatever it was. So, yeah, it was... Um, But, yeah, that just happened this past week. So they, he got uh, 20... 22 and a half years was the, was the, you know, so, I mean, it was, it was probably a good sentencing because it was right in the middle because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the minimum, which I think the minimum was like 10 years and the, you know, but watching, watching the video, I mean, watching the video, the, the, the original video. Yes. Right. Not what you've seen on TV video, but the original video, that was a long time. It was, and and watching the trial, I mean, I saw so many. I mean, you can you can play the blame game, and you can you can say, well, it's his fault, it's his fault, it's his fault. You know, he did this, and he should have done oh, sure. this, and he, did, you know, it doesn't matter. It went through a trial. It went through the whole process. It, it actually it actually did the proper thing. I mean, and it, and it the trial itself. If you take the media and everything away from it, all that other bullshit that came along with it from the mainstream media, the trial was very well done. And it wasn't about racism. It wasn't about all the things that everybody speculated that, you know, were going to be the, the trigger points and the, you know, and the... It wasn't the, judge, you know, the you know. Defund the police. And it wasn't about the, you know, the, the black-white thing or the white cop and the black guy. And, and it wasn't about the, the drug problems that this low-income black man had. And it wasn't sure. about all those things. It was truly, from what I saw, and I didn't watch much of it, but I watched enough of it to go... This was really a trial that was based on the facts and the data, and they came up with a sentence and a, a you know, I mean, a, 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 a ruling and a conviction, and the sentencing kind of almost fit for that. And you know, and amazingly, the way the sentencing went, you didn't, you know, you had people that wanted more, you had people that wanted less, and it kind of fell right in the middle. That uh, you know, it is what it is, and I'm sure we haven't heard the end of that, but uh, ultimately, yes. Uh, Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years for the killing of George Floyd. So, and I haven't heard much about it. So it must have been right what all the mainstreamers wanted, I guess, if you will. So that was uh, that was the, one of the big news stories. And of well, course, what you're saying, it wasn't a, ju- or a, a trial by uh, not the jury, but the people. It seemed like it a, wasn't a, a real, really <clears throat> true trial you know by a jury of his peers. There you go, and by a judge that was very fair and concise. And but not what the people. No, right? No, because it wasn't a trial a, there, by media. There's some of that going on. And sure, you there know is. it very well as much as I do. Sure, there it, is. It's alive and well. Yep. Um, <laughs> those things can be influenced that way or the other. Yes. You know. Oh, often, all the time, <laughs> it's, it's all the sad. time. We see that. We see that tons. So I'm scoffing. So it, it, that, that was a scoff. It, it, to, to, to my mind, I guess, I, I would say, you know, whether you, whether you like the outcome or not, to me, from what I saw of it and what I read about it, overall, I felt like it was a, a, a process and a trial that truly showed 
how our justice system is supposed to work and played out pretty much the way it was supposed to. I'm, I will not uh, deny or confirm the uh, uh, jurisdiction of the, you know, that, that the verdict, uh, you know, or whatever. Um, I, will, I will comply with uh, the judge's ruling on this one. Just, just well, because. Yeah. You know. And who knows where it goes from there? Because you know there's going to be appeals. You know there's going to be all the, the and stupidity there was other that stuff, comes. Right? Yeah. Well, absolutely. Right. I mean, you remember, you know, remember all the politicians speaking on it, including our president. Sure. You know, and, and including other, other people that were speaking out and influencing this whole process. And right. Um. So, you know, all they did in my in my opinion, all they did was gave the defense an opportunity for appeal. So it's unfortunate that they had to, you know, feel like they had to put there their thumb one. on the pulse of what was going on in the judiciary and, and should have just let it play out the way it was supposed to. Because ultimately, it seemed like it played out correctly, and I haven't seen anybody criticize it beyond what happened outside of that courtroom. One way or the other. One way or the other. As far as what happened in the courtroom and as far as the analysis that I've seen from the reputable people, they felt that it really played out the way it was supposed to play out. So, and you know, I'm I'm comfortable with, you know, I'm comfortable with the judge's decision. I don't know about you. I mean, I don't know what your personal 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 feelings are. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think there are some other factors that should have been. You know. I feel constitutionally, Derek Chauvin got a fair trial by a jury of his peers. Yes. And got due process like he's from, supposed to. From what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've and experienced, and stuff I like that. I can't say anything more than that. I'm no legal yeah. expert, and nope. will never claim to be. But um, with me for the most part, I, I feel that the, the for once, the 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 judicial judicial system worked the way it was supposed to work. Okay, and I'll leave it at that. And so, I will leave it at that too, yeah, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I, I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm not a juror. I, I mean, no, nope, wasn't, wasn't involved there. in that. Case wasn't there. Yeah, no, nope, yeah. wasn't invited. And, and thank God I wasn't because I don't even think I'd want to sit on one of those type of juries. So for sure. But <laughs> uh, beyond that, I guess well, I, I skipped. Oh, uh, no, I skipped jury duty just to do this podcast tonight. Oh, I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> well, thumb, you know. Oh, I was going to do a Michigan thing. <laughs> thumb things are worth it. <laughs> thumb things. Thumb things are worth thumb, it. Thumb things they if don't. If you live in Michigan, yeah, that's, that's funny. It's okay. It's thumb. You live in the thumb. It, thumb things are worth it. With a lift. I, well, I, think, know if, I think the only other news story I had to cover was after 300 and uh, how many days? 300 and I, I want to say 80 might even be longer than that. I probably should look and see if I can actually get the actual day count. But as of, I believe it was Sunday or Monday, um, they launched the first cruise ship off a U.S. port to actually travel for the Caribbean. The cruises are back out in the water. Okay. Celebrity Cruises, just uh, which is uh, one of the Royal Caribbean cruise brands, um, well, guess what? Actually, sent the first cruise ship back out in the world after all this time, and I and I want to say it was something like three hundred and I don't remember how many days. I wish it was in this article because it was it, it's been a well, it's probably been close to a year and a half. Oh, it's yeah, ish, yeah, or, yeah. It was. You know, I, I want to say that was. Well, remember, 
Remember when well, you that said ha- member? No, I said remember. <laughs> and we can re- we can rewind the tape to make sure. Uh, I said I said the re really really short, but I, yeah, remember? I did say remember. See, I can say remember if, if you remember. But I like when remember. that happened. It's my thing. that was like that was like April when they were shutting all the cruise lines down, and there was how many cruises, how many oh, cruise ships that out. were sitting out in the middle of the water, and I remember covering a story of one that was out there. Like on the other, other side of that, yeah, just it was just, out in the water for like six weeks or something just like circling, that, because to, they couldn't come into port anywhere. Didn't they were a, they were stuck, and they just, just all they didn't have a thing. Yeah, and nobody on the nobody on the ship had coronavirus. Right, they were just out there for an extended cruise for like five or six weeks. It was it was, and yeah, nobody like, had any. I was kind of jealous of them. longshore, <laughs> right? And nobody had any longshore fishing poles either. Right, right. They were flying in food and water. <laughs> this cruise ship is out here. It's like, man, we around. can't even go fishing, yeah, man. Can't, can't land here. Can't land there. Nobody there wants go. us. Here's the setup for the new cruising. Bring your fishing poles. They can't deny you. <laughs> I mean, you, you you get stuck again. I mean, you do some fishing. You can eat. You know, I mean, black tip and some, you know, all that other stuff, the crazy stuff. Oh, out yeah. There. When you you're can, out there in the ocean. Oh, and you get a Heck, chef. Yeah, could you imagine how you could eat? You get a chef that can whip up anything that you pull off all, all, over the Because you know they got top shelf shelf. Yeah, top shelf. Yeah, top shelf. You can't find that you stuff. You bring. I bring you in a little marlin out of that out of that ocean. Right. You're gonna cook that up. I'll do a little mahi mahi, man. <laughs> Holy moly! You know, we'll throw some buckets, you know, in there and try to get some shrimp, man. We'll try to do some, uh, you know. I know you got some Bloody Mary mix and this and that. You Can know, you imagine through. what it would have been like being on that cruise ship for five weeks, six weeks, whatever it was, a month and a half? I mean, basically, look at it. Those guys were trapped on that. I think that was the one that went over to Greece and all of that. They were they, they left right. they left the U.S. and they went over there to the other side of the you know other to the other continent. Right, and the they Mediterranean. Were out there, yeah, Mediterranean. <laughs> then they were out there traveling around and traveling yeah, just around. for five, six right. weeks, just going, eh, we can't go nowhere, so we might as well stay out here and have fun." <laughs> I, I really think they should do dragnets or something like that. I mean, they they may they might start changing because a new thing might, start, you know, if you're standing out there, they might put like fishing nets or something. that'll be carnival's new uh new thing <laughs> they'll just all of a sudden go yeah uh uh hypothetical pandemic hypothetical uh, we're stuck thing, we can't we know. can't it was supposed to be a seven day cruise we're gonna turn into a three-week cruise sorry uh we can't we can't go to port we're right, trapped we're out drop, of port we're dropping the nets all i can all we can you know accommodate you for is uh, you know fresh catch of the day <laughs> we got the the best chefs in the world travel um we're, we're gonna feed you. We're gonna get you drunk, and we're gonna feed you. Yep, yep, exactly. How much alcohol? On they had cruise, to be flying that in on a cruise ship. Do you think they actually had to go dry the last couple of weeks? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. How much alcohol on that know. ship? I don't know. Where you're circling, <laughs> you know. It, uh, it, around a big giant body of water. It got down to the last two port. weeks, and they were all drinking heaven hell. It's like, <laughs> come on, come on, Johnny, give me a crown and coke. I ain't got none. Come on, Johnny, give me a give me a CC and coke. I ain't got none. I ain't got none. Yeah, I got heaven hell. Oh. How many people think? Okay. We're, <laughs> how many people? All right. Besides the alcohol just on the boat, how many people actually snuck alcohol on the boat? And sure. Got, got it on there. I, I don't. And know. did they run out? Did they fly and, more in? And did they we, run out. These are questions I want answered. Right. I, I but know. after the, after the point where the, the, the <laughs> shit went crazy, I mean, uh, when 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 do you stop paying for the alcohol? Like it's like okay, all right. Look, oh, I'm sure it got to the point where it just didn't matter anymore. Yeah, it was like dudes. 
Come you're on. just sorry. You're, you're inconvenienced. You're yeah. just whatever you need. We're here to help you. <sighs> you know, but depleted. You know what? There's your de- job. Sometime, sometime <laughs> in the next couple saying, weeks, you need to get a. You need to track down one of those people that was on that cruise ship that floated around the Caribbean and the and the the, I, the, I the Atlantic for for months. I want to I'll, talk, I'll talk to, to one him. of those people. I'll I'd talk love to him. I'd love to hear that story. We'll just interview him. I'd love we'll to just get a hold. I'd of love them. to hear the stories. I don't see a problem with that. I, that I'd would love to hear the stories, dude. I, that's any a, of them, any, that's of, a, any of those. I think there was four thousand people on that boat. That's a three-hour cruise. I don't care if you're going to Gilligan's <laughs> Island or not. You know, I'm just saying that's a that's a three-hour talk show right there. <laughs> they got stories. They got stories. I'd love to hear those stories. How many stories do you think you could get? It, it was a vacation, unplanned vacation. Turned into possibly another vacation that you didn't want that vacation, and, and there it was. And then now, now you got stories. For but the at the at the same time, it wasn't a bad thing because. But you lived. If, even if they came home, but did you did you die? They couldn't come home. But at the same time, even if they could come home, it didn't matter because if you came home, all you're gonna do is get locked down anyways. So you're locked down on a ship. Out here, you're on the, land. In, you're on sea. You're you're at right. sea, floating around in a big island. How bad if you was will. it? Right. That's what I want to know. <laughs> that's my question. Is that the question? <laughs> yeah, that's my question. How bad was it? There was no you coronavirus know. cases on that ship. There was no. There was no sickness. There was dude, no. Dude, you could literally just walk <laughs> off the bow and take a piss, right? You know what I mean? And if you had to take a shit or whatever, I mean, they just flush it out there. You're just circling around like a bunch of. And sharks. you couldn't get arrested because if the cops show up, there ain't cops showing up. How many how many handcuffs are on a cruise ship? That there's the question. How many cells are on the cruise ship? <laughs> right. Do you have a? If you if do, you, they have their own jail. They do. They do. Every cruise ship has they their do. own jail. Like a jail. But usually, like, there's no more than I think ten cells. I believe in most in most cruise what, ships. What? Somebody comes out and gets you. Like you, if you f up that bad, like somebody. Oh comes yeah, out. you can get arrested on a cruise ship, and you will get locked up, and then oh. they'll take you to the next port, and they'll. Well, and, see, these are questions that need to be answered. This is this is a good topic, man. I'm down with this, man. Well, there you because go. Because it happened, right? Yeah, it did. It happened. Track them down. Get one of these Track guys. Track them down. Find find. Let's get one yep, of these guys. Find find one and get him on the show. I want to get one. Of I'd these love guys. to hear the story of oh. how that how that cruise actually went, because you know at the same time you got to realize. I mean, it's they're not all you know. Some of them are going to be yeah, just lackadaisical and easy breezy, but other ones are going. Yeah, I, my family's back in Michigan. My family's back in Wisconsin, and I can't even go see my family, and I'm out of touch. And you know, mom and dad are you know got uh, two kids at home with a babysitter, right? Very, their, very interesting. I mean, there's many, many stories on that cruise. The ship. multiple levels. Sure. Of the, sure, there is. The BS yeah. that just happened yeah. out so, there. Yeah. So, very cool. Very uh, cool. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great story. I'm just but. saying, you know, the news ain't going to report some of this. <laughs> Well, and at that point, that was the, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, they're not going to report that because that wasn't tragic. You know, this is, this cruise ship's okay. We heard all about the one that was ported off of, you know, California because they couldn't come in because they had 3,000 passengers and they half were, of them had coronavirus. They were sitting We there. heard all about that one, you know, because Imagine they were getting treated water. couldn't come in and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I remember the one that was out there floating around in the Caribbean and over there on the other side, of the, you know, in the other continents. I hope all those guys had AC. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't know how you do it on a cruise ship, but I swear to God, I hope your are When you're traveling through that AC water AC. at that speed, you can sit up on the <sighs> promenade deck with right. the wind blowing in your face. I could care less if I have AC or not. <laughs> right on. <laughs> all right. Whew. 
Well, beyond that, and that, was a, that was supposed to be a short story, but uh, beyond that, the only other story that I saw this week, and of course we're all aware of, is is the is the Florida condo that. Uh, I mean that that's when just it first happened. An incredible story. Gina pulled up, and I seen a video, and I've actually been in that particular neighborhood. Okay, one I was time wondering. In 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 one that of my was South one of my, Beach, right? One of my yeah. One of my bypasses, you know, because it was South Beach, and then you got Miami, you got A1A, you know, and then it uh, segues down to the Keys, you know, you got to go through Miami, and then you got to go, you know, South Beach, which is the Richie Rich of all the Richies. Right. You know, but then you got the street cams, and it's like they show you, and they give you like another three-minute video where it's like it's happening, and then they give you the sky, sky cam, and it's like, you know, such a tragedy. It was it's just, it's horrific, you know. And watching that for three minutes, you know, on that street cam, I don't even know why they let that stream for for that long before it happened, and then they switched to the sky, you know the sky cam uh, was just a growing intense feeling, and you can almost see the building doing a little wave. Right. I mean, to to me, look like an earthquake. Yeah, you can almost see it doing just a little wave, and yeah. you, you know the anticipation of you know waiting for this it was just like wow you know is intentional uh they ruled that out they, i really they have don't, absolutely ruled it out as, as intentional terrorism it, it or anything not intentional no. i mean the way that it collapsed and the way that it fell and stuff like that but i mean those people never had a chance they never got to say goodbye they never got to do this they never got to you know it was just bam and it's over like really you know, because of a structural, you know, because of you know, what, and that's and because it, of what, and that's the kind right. of the question. That, it's going to take us months and months to find that out. But you know, we've had all kinds of conversations and speculation of just how does that happen in this country? Because I mean, that's a that's a, a third world country, and I saw one reporter say that exactly that it, it's a third world country thing that happens. You know, that's those are things that happen in in places like. Uh, Uganda, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. I mean, it, right, or whatever. You know, places that don't have uh, codes and inspections and and that type of thing. They throw a building up, and you know, whatever happens, happens. But not in this country, and that and that's what's so weird. And and we've had so many thoughts and speculations of, um, you know, the big one. Robot bartender still stuck on the, and she might be absolutely right. Is uh, sinkhole? She's on the sinkhole thing. She, okay. She just will not let that go, and she believes the sinkhole was the. Th- I personally uh, believe it was a uh, it was a structural problem, just because of the way I watched it fall, and as many earthquakes and and that type of thing that I've seen, and as many failures in building, um, I, I I think it's uh I think it's I think it's structural, but who knows where it comes from? You know, I mean, what what caused that, and what was the you know, and now there's, you know, stories coming out about the, I, I just saw one today, uh, the pool contractor was in there and took pictures and said, really? you know, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's problems here. It was like, it's kind of weird it was because like I was on a job before. today and, uh, the, the homeowner was watching us build a pool and she was on the phone about, <laughs> I'm not going down there. You know, the pool boys are here now. And then this, you know, and it was like something about the pool, you know. That I don't know. I mean, was it properly, you know, installed? You know, I mean, who knows? 
Yeah, I, I just, time will tell, and that's the only know. thing we can do is wait and see. And I, and it's just, it's just, it's but almost. But it was weird that everybody was talking about it. it the, the whole buzz, no matter where I went, everybody was talking. about Quite it. a story. Well, I mean, Quite it, a story. It it very, and I saw one re, one report reminded you know, of course not the not the terrorist aspect because they ruled that out almost within I, I two days. I don't believe it. But. Um, you know, but it, it was very similar to the way it fell and the and the way you know everything happened. It, it was it was a very staunch reminder of nine eleven. You know the way that you know the way that it, it the way the building did. fell, the way the towers fell. It was I, I it, thought in a I, way you know, the my very first thought when I seen this, uh, my very first thought was it was a vendetta from the eighties from uh, you know Miami Vice. <laughs> You know, I'm just saying it was a, it was a staunch reminder of, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, the drugs, the cocaine or something like that. You know, who had a vendetta against who? It looked know, like terrorism you know, to the, me. The cocaine or this or that, you know, it's like, oh, you know, the property wars or, you know, money. I mean, it, if you want, and I, I've heard this a million times, if you want to figure out what has happened, um, you need to follow the root of the money. You know, honestly. I mean, that that's how you get to the bottom of it. Oh, I hear you. you know, I hear but, you. And if they wouldn't have ruled out, um, if they wouldn't have ruled that part of it out immediately as far as terrorism or, or purpose, purposeful destruction or whatever they sure. called it, and they investigated that immediately, and they ruled that out. So, but it was very weird watching the video. I mean, with the naked eye, here's the thing, man. You can almost see like a wibble wobble. Mm-hmm. Like up on the thirteenth, fourteenth, and here you, you can almost see it coming, and you're you're looking for it, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the eyes play tricks, you know, of course, but it's like you're you're sitting there waiting for it, and the anticipation is like, oh my god, you know, you know what's going to happen before it happened, but it's still, it's just like, why? Well, in the in the strangest report I saw, and the only reason I say this was because I was I was adamant about the fact that. Because I've watched enough demo on buildings, and I've watched enough earthquakes, and I've watched the way buildings fall, and that looked to me like a demo, and that's why I was. They self-implode. They self-implode, and which is what that did. They don't make a whole bunch of uh, you know dust and crap going out to everywhere else. And that's why I argued with with, casinos. They do that on purpose. And that's why I completely argued with the robot bartender when when she said it was a sinkhole. Well, a sinkhole typically. Will will cause the shifting of left or right, or like you know, if the leaning tower of Pisa fell over, or it, you know, anything. It doesn't like that. take everything with it. No, it know? doesn't. And the way that fell, I went. That's got to be. That's got to be a, a purposeful demolition. Or it kind of looked gotta, that way. It did because it just fell upon itself. And you know, so that's what's weird to me, is is the fact that you know they've ruled out, and it doesn't mean that it's not true. Because there could have been, but you know, maybe for insurance purposes, or <laughs> like you, like you say, like she said, follow the money. <laughs> we don't know, and and who knows if we'll ever know the truth, or <clears throat> you know, where that goes. But all we can do is, you know, put our hearts and prayers out to those hundred and fifty people that are still missing and unaccounted for, and 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 you know, they still seem to believe that hopefully there's still signs of life in there somewhere, and they could be. There could be pockets. There could. Well, be. there were people traveling from different countries that were coming in, you know, to save their you know yeah they still, brought guys still, in from mexico still and believe uh, guatemala that, and yeah, all the still places believe that, that you know yep. 
they're still alive. Yeah, because I mean, they, they deal they with need, that kind of stuff all the time. Because that's what them. happens in, right. in, in other countries. You, know, you might you might get that uh, you know percentage of hope. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't have a number. Yep. I'm just saying, there's that percentage of hope. You know, and I was watching. Uh, you know, she was speaking uh, broken English. You know, I don't know where she was from, but it was broken English, and it's like, oh, my parents. You know, from France or you know whatever. You know, you know, we still have hope. You know. Yeah. We well. Have hope. And good for well, them because all good, you can do is yeah. hope and pray. But you know, you got to feel bad for the for the families well, they got, because they need closure. They need to know yes or no or maybe or you know, yeah. There's there's grandma and she's all set or or you know, I'm I'm sorry she passed or you know to move sure. on. And it's just that that anticipation of just waiting, the waiting game that these poor families are going it, through. And going. You know, I I uh, actually went through this with uh, you know my guys that I work with, and uh, you know, uh, at, at some point, you know. You have to believe in the butterfly effect. Right. So, you know, everybody knows the butterfly effect. A butterfly flaps its wings in Japan, sends a tsunami across over here, Fs everything up over here, and it creates all this. You know, and all that motion, every 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 little part of little, every aspect, um, you know, happens for a reason, you know, just because it, it's the butterfly effect. Right. You know, but still. You know, here we are. You know, why did it happen? You know, so many questions, right? Oh, yeah. And it's going to take year. you know, it's going to take months, if not upon years, for us to get all those answers and find out, you know, what happened, why it happened, you know, how it happened, blah, blah, blah. So... But it does seem to buzz about everybody else. Yeah, it has. It, and it's it's dominated news stories, you know, since last Thursday. So I, I, I just wanted to make sure we covered that one, too, on top of that. And just to put our, you know, hearts and thoughts and prayers out to... Those, and I will. Those 150 people and families that are still waiting for answers. So, and, and God well, bless them. I hope they, I hope they find a pocket that everything worked out in. perfect. And there's, you know, there's, there's a hundred people sitting there waiting to be rescued. I, I hope, you know, I mean, I, be, I don't know, but it'd be uh, pretty cool. It would be very cool. It'd be a great story all by itself. But, uh, yeah, I watched a movie the other day where, uh, some coal miners got trapped in a mine and it's like, you think, you know, with the methane gas and this and that is, uh, Liam Nelson was the actor and, you know, you would think that they would figure out a way to, you know, put oxygen down there in case of a mine or collapse or something like that that you would have these air pockets or access to you know you know <laughs> anyway you know what i'm saying it's just like if you were in that situation i mean wouldn't you want something that would just like you know co2 right it, it's it's air right co2 it is okay so co2 well it's carbon dioxide but well i'm just saying you know you you, you that might, kills you Oh, all right. So what? What is what is what is air? I mean, what what's the what's the uh, on the O two O two? So you just want some oxygen. Why wouldn't you have some of those oxygen things just set up somewhere? I mean, how do they get to them? Well, I'm just saying they're setting up. They're they're looking a, at three stories of rubble right now. It is a, is you know, but three you, stories of rubble. How do right, you burrow through? But that? a minor, but a collapsed building. You know, anything. I mean, even if you had like access to you know. I don't envy what they're doing. You know, I, I mean, don't everything know. you do, if you if you if I'm you push this saying, way, you right. shift this way, and all of a sudden you got collapses this way. And yeah, I have I have no, I have no envy at all for what those poor people are doing. You know, right. as far as those first responders and and trying to work through that and trying to trying to save whoever they sure. can and 
yeah it's uh, just well a, maybe in the near future i mean things will get you know solved and we'll yep. figure this out yeah but yep. and yeah i i've drove in um pretty close to that area you know uh it actually was a wrong turn for me <laughs> that i had gone by there but uh yeah i spent some time in miami and uh you know so anyway florida phew crazy florida yeah different florida story than we ever covered before but I, uh, I mean do you think sinkhole or no that's what the robot bartender thinks that's right. uh that's that's her theory and she's sticking to it so all right let's I, see I, let's see what happens yep yep all we can do is is <clears throat> in the wait. words of david ick uh the truth shall set you free we'll know the truth the truth will set you free all right, what else you got, brother? <laughs> well, I think it's a good time to move on to the deep dives because uh, we haven't even touched you, on your top 11 unless you, you want to no. go with your top 11 first. No, I want you to go with your deep dive. Deep I, dive. I'm so curious right now. Curious? I think everybody's so curious. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, it's it's really nothing to get too excited about, but um, this 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 is one that, that we came up with this past weekend. Um, I went back to Simon and Garfunkel. You, you know, because not. I am a big Simon and Garfunkel fan. Dude, I love Simon and Garfunkel. And a lot of our listeners probably are not. I, I do. But I, I grew um, up on them. I, I, I couldn't help it because um, I do love I do love Simon and Garfunkel. But at the same time, I had to go in a completely different direction because it made me, it made me flash back to Simon and Garfunkel and then went to uh, the Lemonheads. Oh, yeah. And covering a Simon Garfunkel too. It's awesome. They it, do a great, you know. They and, do a and, great and, version. And the, and the Lemonheads were nobody until they decided to cover, you know, a Simon and Garfunkel tune. When when I heard these guys, and uh, it made it their own. And uh, and, and Lemonheads, yeah, right? Lemonheads were so, just so. <clears throat> College band, you know, they were so, you know, just. I was gonna say, bar gonna, band, where are you gonna put band. those guys? Yeah, yeah, bar band, college band, punk band, you know, whatever. They were, they were kind of just doing their own thing and having fun. Where are you gonna put those guys? Lemonheads and Mrs. I had a very good friend that was a Lemonhead friend, you know, and he he actually classified himself as a Lemonhead. It and that and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. There was there was in that day, and if you remember back there in the '90s, '80s, all of that when punk was evolving. And turn it into new wave and all that, you know, all that 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 genre that was going on. Sure, there was guys that you know they picked a band and that was their band. You know, there was they kind of did. You know, you know that Oasis kind of followed the Beatles. You know, I'm you know you know what I'm saying. I know exactly you know, what you're saying. The Verve, the Verve pipe. Uh, I mean, you can go on and as on, we've talked were, about, there was. I'm not there saying was, copycats, but not you know, not at all, not at yeah, all, just, but. Um, you know, Lemonheads did their own thing, and they weren't—they weren't even, to my mind, if I—if I'm familiar with the Lemonheads, as much as I think I am, they weren't—they uh, weren't trying to become mainstream. They weren't trying to. They were just following the punk movement. They were like they were a Weezer, like we don't care, just like just playing like, their music, having whatever, fun, you know? playing playing gigs when they could get them, playing sure. the college band scene, playing the punk scene, right. you know, wherever that took them. Kind of like a C circuit band, yeah, you know, just like, yeah, ah, just, we'll just uh, whatever, on. whatever. Like the Super Suckers or whoever. All you know, of a sudden, they, they covered. Were, they were comfortable being local and getting their local stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, know. that's it. But if you, but if we did, you know, we got one out doing there, their own you know, thing. If we got one out there, it was cool, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they they just completely did their own thing, and all of a sudden they they recorded a cover 
of Mrs. Robinson. And I love, this song. I love this cover. Dude. And in and, and my favorite part of it, I'm not playing it for me, you know, because everybody's familiar with Mrs. Robinson and everybody probably knows the story behind Mrs. Robinson, which is which is a fun story in itself. Oh, we sure. could almost do a whole podcast right. on Simon and Garfunkel's <laughs> intention of Mrs. Robinson, right? <laughs> but we won't. But uh, at was the same it time, Dustin Hoffman and um, who was Mrs. Robinson? I think it was Dustin Hoffman. Oh, you might have and... to listen to that podcast. I know. No, you're I'm thinking saying... about Mrs. Doubtfire. No, <laughs> no, the original. Um... Oh my god. Mrs. Robinson. It was uh, Dustin Hoffman. Tell and... me the story if you think you got it, because I don't think I don't, you, I don't think I you're don't, on the same page. I, I can't. I can't think of her name. Right I think now. you're on a different page. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Dustin Hoffman. He was uh, he was the one uh, going after Mr. Robin or Mrs. Robinson. But go ahead. Well, my favorite part of the whole song, and you know, like I say, you can listen to it from the very beginning if you want to, but my favorite part of the whole song is the end. Just because the way the Lemonheads made it their own and the way they closed the song out. And these guys um, just did a great job of covering a great tune in the first place, but made it their own. But, uh, yeah. So here's, uh, here's a little bit of Lemonheads. Without further ado. Without further ado, a little Lemonheads covering some Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, I love I, I love their finish on that. It, it's just uh, very good, they get very in good group. finish. It's like dude, that baseline. Yeah, doo, 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 boom, yeah, and, and the drummer. The drummer's doo, awesome doo, on that doo, too. Doo. I I I just I, I I love the style. I love their again made it their own. You know, and, and like we talked about with No Pacific, you know, you can do a cover. Anybody can do a cover. Anybody can copy somebody from top to bottom, but until you make it your own, if you're gonna do a cover. You know, and steal it from somebody else, which, you know, it's not stealing if you make it your own. You know, take your interpretation of it. So, so and we yeah. love Nopesthetic. We do. So we haven't got was, a uh, shout out to that girl in a minute. You know. So that was uh that was Evan Dando, Ben Dealey, and uh Jason Jason Peretz. And uh yeah, they did uh they did a great job. They really did, you know, and it, it it's it's always been one of my favorites. And it's one of the few covers from back in the uh, you know back in the '80s, you know that you're gonna still hear, and and they actually play that depending on what station you're listening to. You're gonna hear, you're gonna hear the Mrs. Robinson cover more than you're gonna hear Mrs. Robinson. I almost guarantee it. No, I mean it's there, man. It's catchy. And who doesn't love Simon and Garfunkel? All their stuff. I still retreat to that. You know what I mean? I still go back to that. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, you know, I hear you. I mean, with uh, Paul Simon and uh, Art Garfunkel, 
I always go back. Those were those were, and you said root. You know, pull it from the roots early. Those those were my pull it from the root. I pull it from the roots. You know, those were my roots back then. I mean, I got Fifty Second Bridge. You know, Paul. You know, Simon and Garfunkel. I mean that that record's got to be fifty years old. I, I still got the album. Oh, easily. You know, the vinyl. Easily. I, I you know. I, I go back, uh, you know, Simon and Garfunkel. I can go back to the Boxer. I go to Fifty Second Street uh, Bridge. I can go back to, uh, you know, you know, all the greats. You know, yep. uh, a lot of those guys inspired a whole bunch of different stuff. You know, you know, Paul Simon's still kicking, man. You know, uh, you know, Art Garfunkel. You know, Madison Square Garden. I mean, we go on and on. The reunions and all the other stuff. I mean, super cool stuff, man. With those yep. guys, you know. Yep. Yeah. So you know. No, surprise to me, man. You pulled up that one. Yeah, very, just very, uh, very cool. a little something. Yeah, that, we we had a we had a good time in the studio this weekend. Uh, didn't have m- many commitments and didn't have much to do, and spent a lot of time uh, kind of just hanging out, having fun, listening to some music, and yep. and I have some stuff for you here. So by the way, I, there, there's some stuff, stuff oh, and such. Stuff? Yeah, there's stuff and such. We made a few notes. There's uh, I believe there's a few pages of them. So we'll uh, we'll uh, <laughs> have fun with that. Do we need and, to bring uh, it up? You got anything you want to? Bring we will. Up you know what? While you do your deep dive, there is one more thing mm-hmm. I want to because we're gonna do a um, and I hope I don't because I'm gonna play the whole thing from top to bottom, which I which I never do, but I will give kudos to exactly who we're doing this to. But with the end of the school year, with the end of this year that we had, and what we've gone through, I want to go back and give a special commencement speech to all of our graduates because I know we have a few of them that are listening to our <sighs> show. Yes. So we have a special commencement speech that we're gonna we're gonna share with uh, with all of our uh, all of our graduates of. I've 20, only done that once or twice. And you know, and, you know so I, yeah. As soon as you get to. done with your deep dive, you have you have to. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna share a very special commencement speech uh, with with all the graduates this year. So it's I'll better. Let you, than, uh, well, it's better than a eulogy. Better than a eulogy. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> So take Just it away, it preacher man. We're gonna we're gonna throw the deep dive over to you at this point. Oh. Off you go. Nope, that's all, folks. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> man, first drop of the night, man. I know. Look at him go. Look at him go. It's yeah. almost like he's on his spot. I know, but listen. Here's the thing, folks. Listen, Linda. Yeah. Listen, Linda. I'm up in the mic now. You know what? You know what? I'm going to give you a little loss in space, a little warning before we uh, get into this, uh, you know, top 11, because you need to be warned. Warning, warning, warning. Warning, warning, warning. Today's top 11, uh, top 11 uh, disgruntled uh, people, you know, not to piss off, you know, kind of in this, this new little bit of air that we're in, right? You know? These these are the guys, you know, that are disgruntled. These guys have probably been working through the pandemic that didn't get the bonus or the raises, <laughs> right? Right. They, you know, these guys are the ones that have, you know, stayed open through the pandemic that didn't get the raise and all the bonuses and all the other stuff and the one point trillion secret Biden, you know, blah, 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 you know. We can't even get into that right now, but still, these are the guys that you don't want to, you know, you don't, 
if you're a repeat customer per se, you don't you don't want to piss off you know the same person that you visit every night and you know and those fall into this category. <laughs> okay then. Right. So you definitely don't want to piss off your bus driver. Number one. No. You know you got to get around, right? I mean, don't you can get kicked off that bus very easily. <laughs> doing heroin or you know having sex on the bus i mean there's so many different scenarios i mean but if that bus driver is already disgruntled i mean serious serious consequences can happen (laughs) i'm just saying you don't want to get kicked off the bus man because if you go back to high school and you want to bring this one back for a minute i mean how many people have been kicked off the bus i've i've been kicked off the bus once and it was my ninth grade, the first day of school. And I will bring his name up if I have to. But we went out the back door because I was I was supposed to walk to school and not walk to the further bus stop down at the end of where I lived. And I was like, you know what? I just want to ride the bus you know, down, you know, just to high school. It'd be cool, man. Just see some different people. First day of high school, first day of ninth grade. Let's see what's going on. I'll just try something different. I'm just not going to walk to school. I've been walking to school for, you know, from uh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And it's like, no. <laughs> Had to punch this guy in the face because he wouldn't let me sit on the back of the bus. And, uh, you know, I didn't ride the bus. I walked to school. But this particular day, everything was a full moon. Everything went wrong. And I had to punch this guy in the face. And then we went out the back door of the bus. And I don't even think the bus driver even made it 10 feet, you know, from the bus stop with the back door kicked in. And all hell break loose. And that's how I started my... (laughs) That's how I started my uh, freshman year at Marysville. So, I'll just put it out there. That is a true story, and the people that were involved will never forget it. And I have many, 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 many wit- witnesses that are still friends of mine that were there on that particular day and will vouch it for me. So, anyway, if you're a disgruntled bus driver, my advice is don't 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 piss off the bus driver. Are you still on the bus drivers? <laughs> yeah, I mean oh, it's, it's it's number one. I'm Sorry, just saying. I, st- I stepped away for her. Well, there was a there was a so. story there, but you know, I I mean I'll I'll skip it. Uh, it's like uh, don't uh, it, you know if you if you know that there's a disgruntled you know pizza guy. Like, yeah, I don't piss off the pizza guy. Don't piss off the pizza guy. No. Never. I think you guys are more than no, aware, never. more than aware of that. Until after you get your pizza. Until after you get your pizza. Until you want it next time. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, we can leave that there, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of scenarios that go wrong. Right. There's a lot, you know, I mean, you guys understand what's <laughs> happening. So, pizza guy, bus driver, but then I'm going to throw in a sideball curve thing here. What you don't... on the box! What you don't want to piss off is a transgender, trans, this guy, black and white, this guy. You know, I'm just saying, 
you could throw it all in the mix. I mean, you could just take everybody, Asian or whoever. You know what? Just don't piss those people off. It's it's not a good idea, right? You know, we got, you know, transgender, uh, transvestites. That's what I wrote down. You know, they're, they're just doing their thing. You know, it's like, okay, well, you know what? We're all just trying to do our thing, right? And you know, Right. Why... What would be the point of getting in a fight with a transgender or a transvestite? You know, black or white or Asian or whoever. You know, they're just doing their thing. Leave them alone. You know, it's it's literally like 1.2% of the population of the whole world. Just let them do their thing. It's okay. They got their own channel. Bravo. Do you see how I threw that in there? Bravo. So, All right. it comes to here we go. Man to man, mano e mano, toe to toe, nose to nose, shirts and skins, eggs over me. <laughs> but here's the other thing. And I only put this on number four for a very specific reason. Uh, things that have been occurring around me, uh, disgruntled people that you don't want to piss off. You don't want to piss off me. And that could go for a whole bunch of us, right? Me, 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 me. Just don't piss off me. Right. Just don't piss me off. It's okay. I'm already disgruntled. I think a lot of people are, you know, in the, you know, the last year and a half, there there might be those people. They might not want to go back to work. But then if you piss them off, they... How much more pissed off if they piss you off, right? So anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of things could go wrong with the disgruntled people not to piss off. All right. All right. So here's number five. Um, don't try to piss off a disgruntled person that is trying to quit smoking. Just don't, don't try to do that. Okay. Ever. Ever. Ever, they're they're going through their own situation, their own problem, and I know this better than anybody because somebody I know is trying to quit smoking, but they're just they're they're on the disgruntled, you know, side of it, you know, situation, and it's just like I'm just saying, you just you know. Just don't piss off people, right? I mean, here, here's the end of it. Yeah. The end result. You fucking, fucking jerk. Get on my nerves. <laughs> well, here comes Johnny with his pecker in his hand. He's a one ball man and he's off to the rodeo. And it's Alamana left and Alamana right. Come on, you fucking dummy, get your right step right. Get off stage, goddamn goo, you know. Piss, piss me off. off. Fucking jerk. <laughs> disgruntled people you don't want to piss off that's right, right. that's right. right so anyway uh i'll make i'll make the next one uh, pretty uh pretty obvious uh, you know your co-workers number six nothing i got nothing <laughs> nothing nobody all right number seven <laughs> number six number seven um directly uh related to your co-workers is uh your disgruntled boss <laughs> You want to piss them off? I I do a pretty good job. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else out there, but 
you know, yeah, in that line of work, you know, I'm just saying, you know, it's disgruntled is, I mean, I could pull up the definition of disgruntled, you know, but I'm pretty sure, you know, our smart listeners out there with their stupid smartphones, you know, just, you know, they get the disgruntled disposition, right? You understand where where we're coming from. I think yeah. everybody has one right I, now. Right. All right. So I, I don't know. Uh, number eight. I don't know if you have one of these, but, uh, you know, if you have a disgruntled um, social worker, <laughs> don't piss them off. <laughs> Just no. Yeah. They're your social worker, you know, or. That's why you're supposed to be social. That's part <laughs> of the name. It's, thank you, Scooter. Um. Your uh, number nine, um, your caseworker for your disability or your unemployment or your social worker, it ties in loosely right together, right? You get it. But it's like those guys, I'm, I'm just saying, don't, you know, they can make that decision for you very easily, you know, against your favor, you know, if you piss them off, right? Amen. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, it's not. I should have named the whole thing, you know, um, bad ideas. Bad ideas, <laughs> bad thoughts. Yeah, right. bad thoughts or bad ideas. I should have named the whole thing, you know, exactly that one. Um, all right, so yeah, so we'll tie seven and eight together. But uh, let's bring it to number nine. Um, don't don't piss off, you know, a disgruntled EMS worker. You know, the guy that's trying to work on you, that's saving your life. And you're yelling at him in the ambulance or wherever no, situation you're in. You know, he or she might, you know, just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not saving you. Right. I'm all done. I mean, you get it, right? I mean, it's self-explanatory, you know, right? Get all my nerves. <laughs> you know, I understand if you're drinking and, you know, and this, and, you know, you got to end up in the back of an EMS or something like that, but I definitely would not, you know. Well, it's your own fault. You know. At that it, point, it's your own fault. But if, if he or she is already disgruntled <laughs> and you, you, you add that extra layer of, of, of bullshit, you know, to that guy, yeah, you don't know. Might be time for them to check their phone. No, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know the, you know, the uh, professions that are out there where, you know, who who is disgruntled? I mean, everybody. I, I that that <laughs> that was kind of where I was going with this topic. Sure. It's like, you know, at the same time, I mean, Biden's everybody paying everybody to stay home, but then you know, you got the the essential workers that are out there busting their ass, and it's like, you know. They might have a little resentment, or they might be a little disgruntled, as the uh, definition of uh, my top eleven is going. Uh, but still, you just do you really want to piss these people off. And all right, so we'll we'll get past the EMS. So, can you guess the last two? I refuse to. Why? I just scared. Why? Who don't you want to piss off right now? The cops. <laughs> Do you think those guys are just a little disgruntled right now? I don't even think they're going to show up at this point. <laughs> I know. But at the same time, that disgruntled type of situation that they are, uh, you know, that uh, everybody's pigeonholed these guys into. Sure. You know, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, but 
at the, the last thing that you'd want to do is, you know, piss off the cops, right? Absolutely. I'm just saying. They might be a little disgruntled at this point. And they should be. And number, that was number nine. Number ten, um, who you don't want to piss off in the social network arena would be your people that don't show up for work and they're sitting there and they work in the food and beverage industry would be your bartender. Especially if you have a robot bartender. You don't want to piss her off. No. Yeah. No. She's already disgruntled tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just... But your bartenders and your waitresses or anybody in the food industry, you don't want to piss those guys off. They've they they have they have been the essential workers. They've been the rock in Truly. feeding and feeding and doing anything like that. And but if you're if you're on that personal basis where you, you know those guys, I mean, what would put you in that predicament to piss those guys off it's just like just don't do it man you no because you never know what you're gonna end up with in your uh, food or drink if you uh choose to do that so uh, <laughs> sure. just a little <laughs> simple fact i mean not not every uh not every service person would do that but there are some service people that and if you uh piss them off sure and treat them like shit guess what <laughs> You might get something back, and it might not be words. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I'm not, I'm not just talking the pandemic. I'm, I'm talking. In you know, general. In general, like, you know, in the you know, real-life situation. Absolutely. I mean, you know, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, it doesn't matter. It's just like these are, you know, my top 11 people that, you know. Uh, if I had to add one more, and I, I'm sorry if I skipped through, like, you know, 10 or 11, but at the same time, um, <laughs> I would have to go with, uh, you know, teachers. I I, I got to throw that one in there. Well, you know, sad to say, teachers have been getting pissed, uh, pissed off and pissed on for many many years. I will give them a number eleven spot. You know, the teachers. You you know, there's and there's, you shouldn't, but I shouldn't. But there's there's and, probably a lot of them out there that are disgruntled, that, and they they have they reason. Are. They have reason to be. Great reason to be. And great reason to be. And uh, we could touch a little further on that, you know. Well, we could do a whole episode on that. We could actually we have a could. Uh, we could actually have a teacher in studio podcast about what those uh, what those poor people have been through over this last uh, uh, not just this past year, th- this last ten years of the of the PC and the angry and, and, paid the, and the, the and the politics, and the of, politics. Of, of, of executives and administrators, you know, raining down on them and, and, and the overcrowding of classes and the, and yeah, anybody thinks that teachers have an easy job, kiss my ass because they've gone sure. through, they've gone through so many changes. And I, and I can attest to this just for the simple fact, because we have a very good friend of ours that, you know, of, 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 well, not both of ours, but, but you're closely related, um, that, that is, that is still in the industry and can't wait to retire from it because of what she's seen. And she got in it to, for all the right reasons, for right. all the right reasons, because she wanted to do but the right she, thing. She, she disgruntled. Oh, like, absolutely. I mean, you know. Absolutely. She does everything she can to maintain and stay the course because that's what she has to do just to get out of her job. But she cannot wait to well, retire. Well, disgruntled, I do believe, is a formed opinion of an attitude, you know, against, you know, whatever. 
you know. Against the man is, is kind of what she's right. where she's at because it has nothing to do with the kids. Sure. It has nothing to do with the kids. And if she could raise those kids and teach those kids the way she's supposed to be able to and allowed to do and, and what the rules were set out to be to be a teacher, um, she'd love her job. And that's the reason she got into it. But at this point, I um, honestly yeah. think 90% of teachers, if they, they, they were f- not free enough and, and, and persuaded or disgruntled in this direction or that way or persuaded, I, I think 90% of teachers, if they got in that business for that specific reason is to teach, I think they would do, if, if they were guided in the right direction, I think they would do the right thing. If they were allowed to. If they were allowed to. If they were allowed to. I think, honestly, I think <laughs> teachers would do the right thing if they were allowed to. That's why the they're there. Percentage-wise, I don't think it would be 50-50. I think it would be more 80-90. If people and those teachers could just teach, I think it would be that much better, you know, if if it was allowed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not anymore. So. Well, maybe maybe that's why they're just grown. Yeah, you think? I, I know so. Well, uh, we've seen it. We've seen it on news. Look at California. Look at this one. Look at this one. You know, you know, free, 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 free. <laughs> so, anyway, what else you got, man? Because what got else it. do I got? Well, if we're covering, uh, if we're covering, since we got done with the teachers, I, I like I said, I, I wanted to get back to this, and uh, this is not a short segment, so I wanted to play this though because it uh, it stood out to me, and I heard this again. Uh, and thinking back to all the kids that just graduated and what they went through with uh, the the unfortunate situations that they've had this past year and, and dealing with the, you know, the, the new world that we live in. Um, this goes back almost, almost 30 years. The new years. world order. This goes back almost 30 years. But this is... Uh, now you're talking my language. <laughs> This is uh, uh, Tom Tom Bosman, um, or I'm sorry, uh, Bos Bos Lerman, that he wrote a poem, and it's actually been redone and put to a uh, put to a musical lyric, if you will, uh, by by Quindon uh, Quindon Tarver, and uh, this is a commencement speech. Very cool, ladies and gentlemen of the class of '99. Wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they've faded. But trust me, in 20 years, you'll look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future. Or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. 
Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. The race is long, and in the end, Tony with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. Understand that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise, politicians will philander, you too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund, maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse, you never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. Be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. But trust me, on the sunscreen. So I hope that uh, Boz Lerman or Quentin, Quentin Tarver do not mind me sharing that whole thing. I don't think I, you would, I, man. I, but it, to me, I, 
It just he, stood out he to put me. a message out there for it's a, a great message. It's a I, great message. And I don't know how many times I touched you or agreed with you. So for our like, for boom, our boom, 20, boom. 21 yeah. graduates, hats off to you. Congratulations. And sorry it was such a shitty year. Yeah. But but I will not disagree with him about the sunscreen. <laughs> no. No. I won't. <laughs> I, I'm in the pool business. Always, man. always uh, wear sunscreen. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> zinc ionide. There's zinc the oxide on your nose, man, because your nose will peel. There was a lot of good information there, but the there one was. thing you got to remember is always wear sunscreen. Always wear sunscreen. And that's the name of that. That's the name of that tune or that poem or however you will take it. So. I can't believe. I can't believe. Did he wrap it off or it was just Boz? Boz Lerman just, wrote wrote the poem initially, and it was a okay. commencement speech that he wrote for. Um, and I'm sure the whole story behind that. Uh, I believe the. Class, I might went back too far. I think that was a class of '99. Yeah, um, I do believe. But, um, but still, you know, it's only ten years or, or uh, so. Twenty-two but, years later. Um, you know. But yeah, uh, uh, Quinton uh, Tarver took that to uh, took that to music and 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 made it. You know, made that's a little, pretty cool. Made a little man. lyrical music song out of Dude, it, dude. So. I totally enjoyed that. Yeah, man. It, I was it, like, it cool. Uh, that was, very cool. That was cool. I'm glad you played that, man, because it was like perfect timing in my life, right? You know, <laughs> just for me, it was just like. Wow, I mean, you know, you took even, some advice to it, and even I, even though you're not graduating, are you? I know, but I knew half of that stuff that he was already. We saying. all know that stuff. We all know that stuff. At our age, we all know that stuff. That but that's was, that's for graduates. That was not the, for us. That was the beautiful fact of what he tried to implement into. It's a reminder for all of a us. A reminder. Yeah, exactly. You know, putting it out there. And to know, our to our graduating essential. listeners, is essential to put it out there. It is very you, simple you know, facts. The words, to of, the words of wisdom, you know, that are instilled in your brain. I mean, you should listen to that like at least three times, <laughs> or, or at least listen to our podcast three. Back times, up, hear it again. Right. Back up, hear it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, it's better than the information that they're getting out of Brandes University. I don't know nothing about that. Well, it's another uh, it's another university Prevention that is. We have resource center. The, we have we have a whole new list. We if, have violent, if you will. violent language. This th- this is just one category because Brandis has actually been. This is in California, sure. well, obviously. Um, th- this is a whole new list that they're producing just to make sure that they're they're keeping all their students and. And, and followers or parents or whatever on the same page. But they've they've added to their list, and uh, they've broke them down to categories. And I can tell you the multiple categories, and I'll cover anyone you want to, but they have their categories now are broken into violent language, identity-based language, language that doesn't say what we mean, <laughs> culture, culturally appropriate language. I'm just sorry, that one. The... The third one just struck me so funny, man. Wait until you hear the last one. Oh, I'm just sorry. Category five is person-first alternatives. (laughs) So you tell me which one you want me to cover because we've got more Number five. Number you want number five. I want number five. So we're going to go to the person first alternative. Yes. All right. (laughs) That just strikes me. Person first language. Number three, I thought it was, but like number five, no. All right. right. So in person first, person first language, uh, in the uh, and they're broken into two categories. We have oppressive language, 
which I'll say first, and then we have possible alternatives. Okay. So first of all, is this uh, a quiz? Uh, no, these are facts. Okay. These are facts from uh, <laughs> from Brandis Brandis University. So uh, first of all, victim slash survivor is no longer acceptable. Okay. So we want to use uh, possible alternatives are person who has experienced or person who has been impacted by. Oh. Yes, yes. They had to switch it up a little. Yes, yes. Yeah, because it's the, you know, the new dictionary, the new, uh, you know, the, 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 what, the PC, the, uh, the language. This is person right. first language. This yes. is person first yes. language. So wheelchair bound is no longer acceptable. No. Why? There's no whys in here. I'm just. Well, no, I mean, I'm just. I'm just. No, these you, are the questions. You'll have to get a hold of Brandis and, and ask them why. I'm just telling you the okay, facts. This is this, and then this is wheelchair that. bound is no longer acceptable. You have to use either person with disability or person who uses a wheelchair. Okay. Yeah. Um, mentally ill, which we all knew, that's no longer acceptable. Uh, it's a person living with a mental health condition. I um, um yeah and even even this one this is the one that gets me I love this one uh, well I don't love this one at all child prostitute sex with underage person is no longer acceptable you now have to say child who has been trafficked or raped in a court of law or is that on the street. This is on lingo. the street. This is on the street in bullshit. In, in Who's the college. Gonna, did any? Who gave the book? Who passed this down to the new street language? I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. From Brandis Brandis <sighs> University. It's I right understand. Here, top page. I'm going to. I want to go to the wow. violent language. Oh no! Section. Go ahead. I, I mean, really that, want. Uh, I want you to hear some of the violent language section. We got. We got this some is, time. This is violent language. Sure. Ready? Oh. I, I know all about violent language. And I know you play on Facebook and you play on social media and here and there and wherever. Right. Killing it, right? What's killing it? You can't say kill. You can't no, say killing, killing it anymore. Man, killing it is like, man, you're doing great, man. You just, you rose I'm like to, you know, oh, no, start no, no, no. Like, no, you, no. You, you killed no, it, no. dude. No, no, no. You killed it. No more killing you, it. You made it, dude. Like, it bingo. It now has to be either great job or awesome. No more killing it. Well, I knew that like 10 years ago when my son said kill in school, and it was like, you can't say that. This is my favorite. Okay. Trigger. You know, we say we say trigger more than once. <laughs> and I probably, before I started this segment, I probably should have said trigger warning before I started this segment. <laughs> right. I probably should have said, <laughs> right. but I can't That's... say trigger warning anymore. You know why? Because it's... Because the new terminology is content note or drop in. I, I'm not. I'm not up to code. It's so, not going to happen. So going forward, uh, drop in. Uh, we're covering some terminology from Brandis University that you might not want to listen to. So you might want to drop in. You might. The wanna... word trigger. No, has, I'm just saying trigger. I mean, the is... word trigger. Here's the explanation. This Here. one actually has an explanation. Oh, it does. The word trigger has connections to guns for many people. We can give the same heads up using language less connected to violence. And how many different options do they give you to the the concurrent word trigger? You should have used content note. Don't say trigger. Use content note. 
Here's a brother. content. Here's a content note that you might not appreciate. Hey, brother, I'm 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 starting to get disgruntled. I'm just trying I'm just, to help you, dude. I'm trying to make. No, you, I'm getting really I'm, dis- I'm trying. I'm right trying now. to make you more PC, brother. I'm just trying to help you out. <sighs> okay. You ever heard anybody say uh, that he went off the reservation? <laughs> no more. No more. Can't say that. No one. more. Ah. You know what? Even if I wasn't Indian, I seen that coming. <laughs> you disagree with the group and defect from the group. Wow. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Even the ten percenters. <laughs> and here's and here's just saying. here's one of my favorites. I close with this. It's not funny, but it's no, funny. It, it's it's sorry, not sorry. Um, uh, it is. A this sorry, is this is kind of one situation. of my favorites. Right, I, go I really like this one because. You know, and I almost wanted to do it. I wanted to steal your top 11 tonight and make you do the joke of the week because I wanted to go back to my days of my dad growing up. Oh, right, what up? Uh, we can uh, do that next week. We should. We should yeah. do it. We should do a top 11 you know comments what? that our parents made to us growing up. We'll do a flip flop. Let's do a flip flop. We'll do of a flip Our top 11 of the words, the phrases that our parents said to us growing up. And I guarantee we can put a couple. But in the first one, and I already used it tonight. I'm gonna take you out back and beat you like a redheaded stepchild. That's probably a that's probably right. a trigger word that I can't that's use anymore. Tr- oh, you said it again. <laughs> I know I did. I no, did. I did. God, oh, I said trigger too. <laughs> I'm getting so <laughs> disgruntled. <laughs> oh, I told you, just don't Is do it. Disgruntled, man. okay? Can we? Oh, that was okay, wasn't it? Disgruntled, but I think I think was good. <laughs> As long as it's not a trigger word. I can't even keep up anymore. <laughs> as long as it's not a trigger word. Can somebody write, oh, me, a, can somebody write me a new dictionary? I don't even know if I can do a podcast anymore. Well, you got to talk to that lady. Are uh, you flipping uh, kidding me? In or, uh, Hawaii or whatever her name And is, I was so. trying to be the nice guy that well, censored, she's the one that's censored all the F words out of our podcast. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. bleep. You know I might what? not do that anymore. You know what? Fuck that. You know, there it is. There's your first non-bleep F word at the end of the show. I, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know. Where do I we know. go? I mean, this is this, this is what I'm talking about. This like, is exactly. This is the freedom of speech that we are allowed to do. And then you want to crimp. You want to put a crimp into our style all the time, and you modify all your different rules. But guess what? You're not playing the same game that we play because you're not in the game. You've already lost. We've already know you've lost. We are the, the champions, uh, according to Freddie Mercury. We are the champions. We have the voice. We have the power. We have the numbers. First of all, you are a, a minute uh, specimen on the, the, the Richter scale of bullshit, and then you try to implement your crap on us, and... You know, for a few people... Easy that, killer. I'm just saying, for a few people that want to make the rules of this country and a law-abiding citizens, which have already been established for over 250 years, then you want to start all of a sudden changing the rules and changing the I keep the forgetting about the First Amendment. I, and I the just, words something, and something all the changed, other stuff. Apparently I'm just that, saying, something has changed. I, something, a lot has a, changed. This is a pivotal point to change... The change. It's you know, exactly what it is. And, it's exactly what it is. And this is the last one I'm going to throw out there. Okay, and I have ahead. to I have to cover this because go ahead. I guarantee, I guarantee you said this. I've said this. The robot bartender said this. Oh, I would three almost, of us. I would almost be willing to say. In agreement. That my son 
who is only 16, has said this because this is a word or a phrase that we've used more than once. Okay. Wife beater. Oh. Remember, we, remember the old boy wearing the wife beater t-shirt? I remember. <laughs> I just said that today because the kid that I was working with, it was so freaking hot. I was 91 degrees. I'm like, take off your white beater. You know, and he had his pants on. You didn't just say that today, did you? And yes, I did. I was Aww. like, dude, take off your white beater, you you're, zebra. You're he's, never getting into Brandis listen, University listen, then. He's half black. He's half white. I mess with him. Um, in my crew, I will tell you is this. He, is he white? White. I will tell you this. Racism exists. Racism in your mind doesn't exist in my crew. We are racism uh, exists in your own mind, as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. You either and, you either are a racist that, person, and 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 it'll be it'll be shown by the words you say and the and the things you do yep. by your actions and right. by your. But we, uh, I, I, let me let me try to explain this. When you are uh, not forced, or you're in that predicament or in that situation it life is good as long as you understand that you have that vocabulary to play around with do you understand what i'm saying you you have you're not limited to that vocabulary when you're playing around but if you I'm are, trying to help you with your new vocabulary so right, you conform to the new woke I reality am, that I, you're living in whoa Conformed woke reality. Yes, that should be a catchphrase on your little <laughs> list over here. Right it kind of is, almost. It is. It, it is. should be. It, that's what I'm saying. But at the same time, you know, there are different situations where it can be used and not used, you know, to conform to that blah blah blah. But you know, at the same time, we all need. Here's the thing. We, I don't care what the dictionary says or whatever thing. It is a common language around the world and whatever it takes for us to conform and get along and use our language and how to get along, how we use it, when we use it, when it's appropriate, when it's not appropriate. That is the question. And when you offend somebody and uh, on this level or that level or whatever, you need to know how to pronunciate, use your words correctly. In a time of situation, at the exact moment, for what they are intended for. Because if they are misconstrued for any other reason, boom. You know what I mean? It sets it sets the timetable off. Well, we're, we're, you, you know just what? Make Let's sure. just go back and get knocked. Because I said, and I won't, but I'm just saying, how many times do we want to get bombarded back to the Stone Age and then, you know, keep you know doing the same thing over and over why just can't we just progress and use the same language all the time and move forward it's very easy until it really you, it until very, you learn the trigger words it, it, it won't change so there you go you just I wanna, said trigger again i, I want to make sure that you understand that next time you want to talk to to your coworker about his wife beater t-shirt you are supposed to refer to it, refer to it as a white ribbed tank top or a tank or a, a undershirt. I so will. Just, just I so will. you know, don't, uh, don't, don't aspect, use wife beater anymore. In the definition <laughs> aspect, I will 
do my best without blowing my pants out, laughing my ass off, you know, to describe this new, you know, definition of this word. Hey, we're learning as we go along. I just, uh, I just want to make sure I, we haven't even gotten to identity-based or language that doesn't say what we mean or culture, culturally appropriate. I didn't so. even get to my deep dive. You did not. I asked you to do that, but you went into your top 11 instead. So. That's right. That's well, right. anyway, Jekyll, <laughs> when will it rain? I'm not going to play it for you, but if you Google it, when will it rain? If you've been watching Michigan weather or any other weather going out there, it's Probably all tomorrow. the weather. Probably tomorrow. Yeah. So anyway, the question is that Jekyll asks, when will it rain? Probably tomorrow. Every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it, it's been a two-week. Ever since uh, Friday. It's been a two-week stream of diarrhea. Will not uh, stop. On the business. It just doesn't Will stop. Will not stop. It just doesn't stop. So, when will it rain? So, if I could put that in your head for the deep dive, there you go. But anyway, man, we had, you know, for Tuesday in the studio, man, we had super fun, you know. We uh, did, too. We, we, you know, on a school night. On a school night. On a school night, you know. Drinking a bunch of different stuff, you know. Some IPAs, they had some Miller Lite. We went back to our roots. Mostly, we had some Jack Daniels. We had a little bit of Jack Daniels up in the, up in the, uh, the his day. Yeah. But I, I, I do. It doesn't matter what night it is. I, I do enjoy your company, and I love hanging out with you. I appreciate that. And I consider you a friend, and I consider all our listeners friends because absolutely, without those guys, you know, what I'm we saying? would be nothing. It'd be nothing. We just be talking to ourselves. I mean, well, but, but pretty cool. I'm I mean, gonna tell you on that note, we we are going to uh, just because I already found the uh, subliminal for this week. So if uh, if you want to, I know it's a repeat, but if you want to stick around for the subliminal night when we get done with this show, we are going to uh, after all our cultural appropriation and trigger <laughs> words and all that blah blah it's blah. It's kind of funny. If you could hold on. Stick around for the subliminal because uh, we're going to bring back a little George Carlin for you. Uh-oh. But uh, until we get to that point, uh, we will see you next week. And at this point, for episode 95. 95. Right on. Getting five steps closer to episode 100. 100. But as for tonight, we, we are out. out. Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. Out of all of the English words that begin with the letter F, fuck is the only word that is referred to as the F word. It's the one magical word. Just by its sound can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. Fuck, as most words in the English language, is derived from German, the word fricken, which means to strike. In English, fuck falls into many grammatical categories. As a transitive verb, for instance, John fucked Shirley. As an intransitive verb, Shirley fucks. Its meaning is not always sexual. It can be used as an adjective, such as John's doing all the fucking work. As part of an adverb, Shirley talks too fucking much. As an adverb enhancing an adjective, 
Shirley is fucking beautiful. As a noun, I don't give a fuck. As part of a word, abso-fucking-lutely, or in-fucking-credible. And, as almost every word in a sentence, fuck the fucking fuckers. As you must realize, there aren't too many words with the versatility of fuck. As in these examples, describing situations such as fraud, I got fucked at the used car lot. Dismay, aw, fuck it. Trouble, I guess I'm really fucked now. Aggression, don't fuck with me, buddy. Difficulty, I don't understand this fucking question. Inquiry, who the fuck was that? Dissatisfaction, I don't like what the fuck is going on here. Incompetence, he's a fuck off. Dismissal, why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck yourself? I'm sure you can think of many more examples. With all of these multi-purpose applications, how can anyone be offended when you use the word? We say use this unique, flexible word more often in your daily speech. It will identify the quality of your character immediately. Say it loudly and proudly. Fuck you!